Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe is in Washington today. Is that right, Kevin? I am. I'm down here shamelessly humping my book on Whitey <laughs> Bulger. And is there a little bit of an update on, on Whitey Bulger, is there? I just received notice from his lawyers that I am on the, the, the defense witness list. What Whitey possibly thinks that I could offer that would be remotely exculpatory is beyond me, but I think this is messing. Um, he put both me and my co-author, Shelley Murphy, on his defense list. We are assuming he did this with the intention that a judge will then bar us from covering the trial because we are potential witnesses. Uh, but the Globe lawyers intend to go into court today and fight that and quash the subpoena, whatever. Not, a, not the subpoena. We haven't been subpoenaed, but... The formal notification yesterday was that we were one of 78 witnesses that he intends to call. I just remind I us again. He that wants, we, he, I don't think they want to hear what they what I think of Whitey Bulger. <laughs> but I mean, you've, ri- you've written extensively about Whitey Bulger. It's for those who mightn't have listened to our conversations about him in the past. Just to remind us of who this guy is and why you wrote that book. Well, he's, he's the preeminent Irish-American gangster of our, of our time. And what he's most noteworthy for is that he was... He and corrupt FBI agents were partners, and he murdered at least 19 people. He's charged with murdering. He killed more than that, in my view. But he uh, murdered people with the active assistance of the FBI. There's an FBI agent named John Conley, uh, who is the son of Galway immigrants, who is now serving a 40-year sentence for murder for for helping Bulger kill a potential witness. It is the most sordid, tawdry tale involving the nation's alleged premier law enforcement agency. Uh, the FBI does not like this story to be out there, and obviously the Justice Department wants it to go away. They've only prosecuted one agent. Another agent who was charged with murder died while he was awaiting trial. But in our book, we argue there's anywhere from a dozen to 20 FBI agents and supervisors who committed criminal acts, and there's been a huge cover-up. It's just, it's the, it's the crime story of our generation, uh, Jonathan, and it just, it's, it's the story that keeps on giving, frankly, to me. I, I, I hope they do let me testify. I can't wait. I was just, based on that synopsis, it's amazing that you're on the defense witness list. I'd love to see who's on the prosecutions. And the book title, by the way, Whitey Bulger, America's Most Wanted Gangster and the Manhunt That Brought Him to Justice. It's online and it's also available, I believe, now as an audio book. I thought you might have thrown that work my way. You're very disappointed that you didn't, Kevin. Maybe the next one, all right? Um, tell us a little bit about this J1 student working in Boston, going to be deported for being outed as working in a bar. Remind us of the background to this and what the update is. The the background is she came over here on a J1 and that was processed by the Irish International Immigration Centre in Boston, which has a very good reputation, particularly under its former uh, director, Lena Devey, uh, who led that organisation for more than a quarter century. Uh, She just retired and uh, this, this... exploded because the the girl, and she's from Donegal, went on and did a story on uh, Niall O'Dowd's uh, website, Irish Central, in which she talked about how it's so hard to make ends meet when you're over in America. She was working as an intern for this website. Obviously, she wasn't making enough money to live in New York. Um, So she started working in a bar, and she wrote about her experiences doing that. Well, apparently, her J-1 did not allow her to work in a licensed establishment, and so what happened is that the Irish and somebody from the Irish International Immigration Center sent a very caustically worded uh, note to her saying she needed to get on the next plane and go back to Ireland. And more to the point, um, they said that they informed the State Department of this. Now, people in the Irish and the Irish-American communities were, went crazy over this. Basically, you, you had a, an Irish aid agency, which actually receives money from the Irish taxpayers, informing on an Irish citizen. 
uh, now it was crazy last week and in the interim everybody's kissed and made up and uh, the immigration center admitted it admitted that it handled it poorly and I apparently O'Dowd has, has accepted that he said let's go on because there's nothing worse than the Irish uh, committing fratricide, which we are want to do <laughs> when there's something yeah, from like time this. To time. And what about the situation regarding the poor unfortunate girl? Everybody is now back on board and apologies have been offered around, but is she still facing deportation? I don't, you know, I don't know where she is, to be honest. I mean, it's funny, I'm going to be in Donegal, maybe I'll bump into her letter, Kenny. I'll buy her a jar. <laughs> Well, if she's back there, she might um, she might give you the story for the Boston Globe. Michelle Bachman, we got such enjoyment out of Michelle Bachman during the oh, Republican, the Republicans uh, agonising over who was actually going to go uh, ultimately fruitlessly against Barack Obama. This is um, from her website, a video saying why she's about to retire from Congress. I fully anticipate the mainstream liberal media to put a detrimental spin on my decision not to seek a fifth term. Since I was first elected to Congress many years ago, they always seem to attempt to find a dishonest way to disparage me. But I take being the focus of their attention and disparagement as a true compliment of my public service effectiveness. To my many good friends and supporters, I will continue to fight for public policy that is first and foremost in the best interests of the citizens of the United States at large. To my detractors, my work continues for your best interests as well. <laughs> Kevin Bar Cullen, tender, of the mainst- I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Kevin Cullen of the mainstream liberal media. What did you yeah, do to me. haunt this woman out of office? I'm serious. I am going to miss her. I mean, it's like it's like finding out that Robert Harris, the great comedian, had died. Or you know, it just it's, you can't make her up. And and the reality is, she she also added in that video that she knew she would win the next election anyway. Well, that's that's quite a reach because she barely won the last one, and obviously she has her core, which are fundamentalist Christians who believe that if anybody, if everybody just acted like them and held hands, everything would be fine. But you know, I'm assuming she's going to go into the private sector like her husband, who who has the taxpayer uh, funds going to his pray the gay away organization. So if you only pray enough to God. God will bless you by not making you homosexual. This is how crazy these people are. And so if she, you know, if if she considers it a badge of honor that the liberal mainstream media is after her, I will gladly take a badge from her and put it on my forehead and walk around with it because she's nuts. <laughs> What's this about an investigation into how her presidential campaign ultimately failed presidential campaign was funded? Yeah, they had a lot of money issues. I, you know, I, I in defense of Michelle Bachman, I think if you go into any candidate, Jonathan, in this country, you will find violations, campaign violations. It's almost like if you audit anybody for taxes in this country, almost everybody will find they'll find out that they didn't report that or they didn't report this. Apparently, hers was worse than most. More not not from a corrupt point of view, just more from an incompetent point of view. But like I said, I can't wait to see how she's going to reinvent herself. I'm, I'm assuming she's going to go around. Sort of like Belinda, the good witch of the of the East, or whatever the hell from Wizard of Oz. I can see her floating around in a bubble, telling everybody, "Just pray the gay away, pray the gay away." But the thing is, she's probably going to find a home in uh, some right wing radio station, if not TV. I oh, imagine yeah. Fox News are, are probably well, first to the queue Fox. to have her on board. They'll, yeah, absolutely, because she's telegenic. You got to give her that much. She's a she's a very handsome woman. 
and she's very telegenic. She's, it, it, as long as you get past the craziness, if you agree with her politics, you think she's great. But, you know, obviously mainstream Americans, and it isn't just mainstream liberals. I have friends who are Republicans who look at her and they say the same thing. They go, this woman's nuts. The stuff she talks about that, you know, that, that one of the biggest problems in America is homosexuality. I mean, this, this, is, this is crazy stuff. I mean, this is like the Spanish Inquisition, but it's just so off the wall. So good luck to her. She'll, she'll be a millionaire before we know it, if she isn't already. What about Backman and Palin as a TV show? Could that work? Oh, my God. That, that would, I'd watch that. I mean, it just would, you know, they'd, they'd bill it as news, but I'd watch it as, co- it'd be comedy on my, my station. It'd be a hoot. <laughs> we leave it there, Kevin, on that exciting note and the possibility of you going to court. Kevin Cullen, columnist to the Boston Globe, on the line from Washington. We'll talk to you next week, Kevin. Good man, Jonathan.